Are we ready to rock and roll? Yeah. Should I wait a minute for those good folk? Cameron. Oh, okay. Cameron, good. Eden. Alison. Izzy. Izzy. Addy. Coda. Henry. Okay, I'll try my. Yeah, that's right. I'll try my best, hey? And that's Charlotte, is it? Is that Charlotte? Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, good. Alrighty, well let's do it. Look, you know what's cool? Um, Mr. Wilson was asking me if I could show us a biblical character who deals with adversity, who you know perseveres and who triumphs in the end through faith and through um, virtue. And there were a bunch that came to mind. I thought of like King David, have you heard of him? I thought of like people in the Gospels like John the Baptist or, or um, the Doubting Thomas and a bunch of people. But for whatever reason, we said, let's settle on Moses. And then, and this always baffles me, but it shouldn't really, because it happens every time. I always say the liturgy is alive. You know, the mass, you know, the readings we have. Yeah. I always say it's alive because it, it somehow knows what we're up to and it, it helps. Do you know what the reading for this Sunday is? I don't expect you to, but it's the book of Exodus. And look at the very first words it says, the Lord spoke to Moses. That's who we want to look at today, Moses. Pretty cool. Um, so why don't we have a semi-liturgical tone to, to this reading. Um, when this is proclaimed, I just want you to close your eyes and imagine the scene in your mind, okay? And then, and then we're going to have a bit of a chat. But close your eyes, hey, and, um, and listen to this. And really try and paint, paint the picture in your mind if you can. And I want you to share what you see in your mind, okay? So the Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord spoke to Moses, Go down, because your people whom you brought out of Egypt have apostatized. That means they've lost the faith. They have been quick to leave the way I marked out for them. They have made themselves a calf of molten metal and have worshipped it and offered it sacrifice. Here is your God, Israel, they have cried, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. I can see how headstrong these people are. Leave me now. My wrath shall blaze out against them and devour them. Of you, however, I will make a great nation. But Moses pleaded with the Lord his God. Lord, he said, why should your wrath blaze out against this people of yours, whom you have brought out of the land of Egypt with arm outstretched and with mighty hand? Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, your servants, to whom you by your own self swore and made this promise, I will make your offspring as many as the stars of heaven and all this land which I promise I will give to your descendants and it shall be their heritage forever. So the Lord relented and did not bring on the people the disaster he had threatened. <laughs> the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Okay, what did you hear or what did you see in your mind? Because it's quite a, quite an intense scene. I mean, God's not really happy. Yeah, Addy. I saw like um, them, them, sorry, like God taking all the Egyptians out of Egypt into somewhere different. Right, right. Good. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So he's brought them out of Egypt, and they're currently, you know, 
I don't know, in Sinai somewhere. Um, but, but Moses has just gone up to do what? Do you know what he did? We're kind of cutting ahead a little bit here, but he's just coming, he's going down from the mountain because God gave him something. Yeah? Does anyone know? Huh? No, he gave him something physical. He gave him two stone tablets. I think the pictures might be up on the PowerPoint. Yeah? The commandments, yeah. The Ten Commandments, yeah. Okay, so this is actually, what we've just heard is a passage right at the end of the book of Exodus. You know, there's 40 chapters and this is like chapter 32. So it's nearly at the end of the story. But a whole lot happens before that, yeah? And, and you guys have picked up on it. Has anyone seen the movie The Prince of Egypt? Hands up if you've seen that. That's one of my favorite movies, hey? It's such a good movie. Um, and if you know it, you know you know like a pretty important story in the bible because we come back to that story a lot even jesus refers to it you know in fact we say jesus is like the new moses because just like moses led the hebrews out of slavery in egypt jesus leads all of us out of our slavery but we're not slaves in egypt we're slaves to other things we're slaves to what we call vices anyway we'll get to that in a second um so let's, so let's start. Actually, can someone give me a rundown of Moses' story? Does anyone know it? Can you tell me it kind of in a nutshell? You gave me a bit of it. Anyone else? You've seen the movie. What's Moses' story about? Um, and it's Cameron, isn't it? No. No, you're, you're Cameron? He's Eden. You're Eden. Sorry, Eden. Um, do, you know the, do you know the story in a nutshell? No? Anyone? Okay. <laughs> Long story short... Um, you know how Moses was talking to God, and God's upset, right? God's actually quite annoyed with the Israelites. Um, and Moses says, no, 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 wait, God, wait, 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 calm down. Remember, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, these were like old people that God called. They were just individual people, and God called them and said, I'm going to give you all of the land, I'm going to give you peace and security, and I'll be your God, and you'll be my people, right? That's generations ago. And as time goes on, they have families, they have families, they have families. And then you've got this huge people called the Israelites. And the Israelites were slaves. So if God wanted to fulfill his promise to those other guys, he has to get Israel out of slavery. Make sense so far? Yeah. yeah? yeah. So um, he, God plans that there'd be this guy named Moses. Now Moses was a Hebrew, but as we'll see in the video clip in a second, um, the Hebrews were actually being killed. Um, the Pharaoh, the, the king of Egypt, was like not a very good guy. <laughs> and he was scared of the Hebrews, and he was killing the children. He was making his people drown the babies, the Hebrew babies. He said, all the, all the Hebrew boys, drown them. But the girls, yeah, sure, I don't care. Kind of crazy, isn't it? It's a bit like Malala. Yeah. Um, he felt like the girls weren't a threat. Well, he's lucky there wasn't a little Hebrew Malala around. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, he was doing that. And so Moses' mum took Moses when he was a little baby, put him in a little basket and set him out on the, uh, on the river. And he ended up getting adopted by Pharaoh's daughter. So he grows up like a prince in Egypt, even though the rest of the Hebrews are slaves. Kind of strange, isn't it? And then by the time Moses grows up, he realizes, hey, I'm a Hebrew and all my people are slaves here and I don't really feel very good about it. <laughs> and and, that's, and that's, when, that's when he runs away and God encounters him and he goes back and he frees them. And that's the story in a nutshell. A lot more happens. But let's have a look at that first video if we can. And I want you to, I want you to enjoy it, obviously. But I also want you to um, just get a sense of what I call the... Sorry? This is from the movie, yeah. yeah. There we go. 
So the two things I want us to realize there is that, one, um, God has a plan for Moses, right? Because look where he ends up. He, he ends up right in the very heart of this huge empire where God's people are being oppressed, right? So Moses isn't there by accident. He's got a mission. He's got to save all of them. <laughs> That's a pretty big mission. That's a pretty big mission. Okay, um, what sense do you get about Moses? How do you feel about him? How do you feel about his mum? How do you feel about the crazy threats that almost just consumed him as he's trying to... Yeah? When he didn't get hurt by the hippos and the shit, that was God saying, no, it's not your time. Right. Go, go here and right. you can do what I want you to do. Yeah, awesome. Yeah? Um, I saw that... His mother didn't want him to leave because <coughs> she wasn't selfish and she knew what was right for him. Yeah, yeah. Because if he stayed with her, she, he probably would have had to have been drowned. Yeah. The people would have come and drowned him. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want him to die, so she sent him out. That's right. Yeah. And I love that prayer his sister says. That was his sister following him. And she says, um, I have a prayer that you deliver us when you're, when you're big and strong. Isn't that amazing? She's like... Hopefully in like 20 years' time, he'll be ready. Man, that's powerful. Yeah. Yeah. A Hebrew. Yeah. An Israelite. Yeah. A Hebrew. Yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Yeah, cool. Um, she does look after him. She does raise him quite well. And she gets to name him, which is pretty interesting. His mum doesn't even... We don't know what he, his mum named him, but she named him Moses. And do you know what Moses means? It means, like, up from the reeds. Like, that's where she found him. She pulled him up out of the water. What Last one, because we've got to move on. Yeah. Uh, like, um, wait, what was I going to say? It's a little bit <laughs> Well, let's press on. If you think of it, tell me. But I want us to realize, one, Moses is precious. Two, God has a plan for him. And the point is, actually, we're all precious. And actually, God has a plan for all of us, okay? Um, can we go on the next slide? Now, this is later on um, when Moses is grown up and he's already run away from Egypt and then God has told him, no, go back there <laughs> and go and free the Hebrews. And Moses goes to his, his brother, Ramses, and says, this is why I'm here. That was that little boy, yeah. That one. So that's Moses, and that's that other little boy. I have to maintain the ancient tradition. That's Moses. Yeah, no, that's that's Pharaoh, the new Pharaoh. And I can no longer hide in the desert while they suffer. Now watch this. Now keep in mind they're brothers, right? They were they were friends. But something is happening here. Look at Pharaoh's heart change. When Moses was a little boy in Egypt, they treated him like a prince, right? And that was like a princely ring that he had. Now just watch 
watch what happens to Pharaoh. I want you to really pay attention to this. Ready? Okay, so Moses has been faithful because God said, go back to Egypt, go free the people. And, and when, he, when he first got there, it's like a big reunion, like the new Pharaoh, which is Ramses, that little, remember the little boy with his mum? They've grown up now and he's like, oh, Moses, like I haven't seen you in decades. Where are, who are you? Where are you? Good to see you. And, and they're having this kind of awkward thing because Moses is like, I'm not here to hang out. <laughs> I'm here to free all my people who Pharaoh just sees as slaves. He's like, they're slaves. I don't care about them. And Moses is like, no, that's my blood. Uh, I care about them. And God has sent me to free them. And, and something happens when he gives back that ring because he's basically saying, I reject, not you as a person, you know, you're an okay person, but I reject, I won't be part of that kingdom anymore. And, and, and what happens to Pharaoh? You saw his emotions change, didn't they? Yeah. He had like a total change of heart. Like he was in total power. Mm, that's right. That's right, because he's right in his own kingdom, isn't he? So yeah. he's like, I've got authority here. Bad leadership. Bad leadership, okay? Leadership is like making sure that you can trust a leader yeah. and not feeling like you yeah. feel yeah. unsafe around a leader. You should that's feel really safe around Good. And what's the first thing he did? He went and doubled the Hebrews' work. Yeah. He's like, they have to carry 10 bricks? No, they have to carry 20 now. And it's your fault, Moses. Yeah. Okay. I want to move on a little bit, um, but see that thing there. Can can someone read the first line for me? Maybe. Yeah. Virtues grow. Virtues grow in a soft heart. In a heart that turns to God and trust. Okay. Virtue turns. Sorry. Virtue grows in a soft heart. Um, just put your hand on your heart for a sec. And we're not talking about your organ that pumps blood. We're talking about the place where your emotions are, where your values are, where your gifts are, right? Um, that needs to be soft. Otherwise, something kind of pretty bad happens when you're threatened. And it's what you sort of kind of sinks into his little ball. And then he comes back and he's like furious and he's about to do some real damage, right? Um, that's the second thing there. I'll just read it. It says vice. Vice, by the way, is the opposite of virtue, okay? Vice grows in a hardened heart that is against God and neighbor. Do you remember when Jesus was telling the people the greatest commandment? Do you remember what it was? That's right. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and mind and strength and everything. And love your neighbor as yourself. That's a virtuous thing to do. If you can do that, you've got some good virtues going on, like generosity and patience and peace and all that stuff. But if you turn in on yourself, if you're hard in your heart, well, you can't love God anymore, and you can't love your neighbor anymore. And ironically, you can't even love yourself. Like, you, you wreck the whole thing. Um, that's what happens to Pharaoh. Okay, so the next slide has Pharaoh on one side and Moses on the other. And I just want you to think for a second. Just take 30 seconds to think to yourself, and then I want a whole lot of hands up. But just think of um, 
if you can, the gifts that Moses might have. I know you don't, you may not know him, but what gifts might he have? Um, he's he's gone into this huge kingdom on his own. Um, he's confidently speaking to the Pharaoh, even though the Pharaoh's got all the power there. What gifts might the Pharaoh have? Because the Pharaoh's got gifts too. Um, I mean, he's clearly very confident, but in a but in a weird way. Anyway, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I think like talking about Moses. Yeah. Yeah. Either. Um, I think Moses. I think that he has God on his side mm. because he's like a good person and he does what like God tells him to do and like he's like not a bad person who does mm. the right things mm, mm. and stuff mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. was what's his name pharaoh pharaoh um he he's like cruel and he yeah. does really bad stuff to the good people that's right and treats them as like peasants yeah he's like a bully he's like a really strong bully yeah yep um yes monica Wow. Like, 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 he wow. That's amazing. Yeah, the Pharaohs. Yep, yep. And it builds character. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, my name's Addie. Yes, Addie. No, I knew that. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, so I can tell by the clothes that they're wearing that Pharaoh's like doesn't really. He's like got all the power and you can tell that he's like, he's not that good with leadership. He's more of caring about himself and doesn't really care about how anybody else reacts. And you can just tell by the look on his face and what he wears. It is so easy to tell that he's got a hard heart. Yeah. Wow. Yep. Moses has a soft heart. Yep, yep. Did you hear what he yelled when he was storming off? He's like, I won't be the weakest link. He's like, he's so egotistical. Yeah, he, he thinks it's all like, about him. He thinks that he's always right and that yeah. no one else can top him. Yeah, like, yep, yep, yep. He's the best and... Yep, 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 yep. Can I... I just want to interject for a second and I'm going to say two things that I'm not expecting you to say. But let's for a second just cut Pharaoh a little bit of slack because I think there's a lot of pressure on him. You know, I, I don't know if you heard him say it, but he's sitting in his thing and the camera's like here and you can see him. And then in the background, you can see the statue of his dad. And it's like, it looks exactly the same. And he's probably thinking, man, I got to run this huge empire and I don't know how to do it. And I'm scared, but I'm going to pretend to be mean and ready. <laughs> like, like, like he's, he's like a scared little boy, actually. That's actually what he is. A scared little boy in a big position and he's just being a bully um, by contrast and you don't know this unless you've seen the movie but Moses is a courageous guy one time in Egypt before he ran away he was like let's say a late teenager and he sees two Hebrews fighting no he sees a, um, an Egyptian like beating a Hebrew person and the Egyptians were in power and the Hebrews were the slaves and this Hebrew is beating the Egyptian guy I mean, the other way around, the Egyptians beating the Hebrew guy. Any? That's right. That's right. Yeah, he accidentally killed him, but he killed him. Um, so Moses is like, Moses loves justice. He's like, don't 
pick on people who are weaker than you, you know? Even before God spoke to him, he was, like, already wanting justice, wanting, like, yeah, he was wanting that. So Moses has the gift of, like, justice, you know? He knows what is right, and, and, he, and he, I think he really tries to make it happen. Okay, um, let's press on, because we've taken a bit of time here. Um, if you click that once, yeah, now look at that. I, I, I want to I stress this, because, again, it comes to the question of our hearts, and, and sometimes our hearts behave in ways that surprise us, you know? Like sometimes someone will say something and it'll make me really upset and then it'll even make me really, like, mean. And I think, I'm not a mean person. Why did I react like that to that person or to that situation? Can anyone empathize with that? Like sometimes we behave in ways and we think, I don't know really, I don't really know why I acted that way, yeah? So unexpected things will harden our hearts. I want that to be, I want us to kind of recognize that. Un, can you just say that with me? Unexpected things will harden our hearts. Okay, which means if we find that happening, which is going to happen, that's what trial does. <laughs> that's what adversity and struggle and, you know, people being mean to us. That's stress. what that does. Yes, stress, all that stuff. If, if we're not careful, it can harden our hearts and then we become someone we don't really want to be. <laughs> we become like Pharaoh. Blech. No one, wants to, wants no one wants to be Pharaoh, man. He's, he's not like the model citizen. <laughs> um, we want to be like Moses, which means, yeah, sure, we're going to encounter stuff that makes us scared. We're going to encounter stuff that's like a legitimate threat, actually threatens our safety. Um, we're going to be asked to do things that's like really big and hard. And it's like, I'm just one guy here. Uh, I'm pretty limited. I don't know if I can do that, God. We're going to do all that stuff. And, and it's hard. And it's going to give us what we call character, you know, when you push through adversity, not stupidly, but with, with like serenity, you know, you, you trust. Okay, God, if you're calling, fine, I trust. Um, but, but look on either side of um, Pharaoh and of, and of um, Moses. You can see those two little things in the bottom corner. Um, there, there's this line in the book of Exodus. This is probably the last thing I'll say because we're, we're coming close to the finish, aren't we? Yeah. Um, there's this line in the book of Exodus, and it confuses a lot of people when they read it, because it's in the Bible, and they think, what does this mean? It says, it talks about all these different encounters with Moses and Pharaoh, right? And at every single time, Moses is pretty nice. Like, he's asking something. He's basically saying, let the Hebrews go. But, but he's nice about it. He's not, like, fighting Pharaoh. And every single time, Pharaoh has a chance to have a soft heart. But, as the scripture says it, if you read the book, the scripture says, God hardened his heart. And that's confused people because they think, oh, well, then it's not Pharaoh, it's God. God God's making Pharaoh have a hard heart. No, no, don't misread it. Um, the way I had it explained to me is think of um, the sun, right? The sun is big and bright and warm and beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Now, imagine the sun shining down its rays. And imagine in one plate, you've got some clay. And in one plate, you've got some butter right? Um, hands up, what happens to the clay in the hot sun? No, not the clay. It gets hard. And if it stays there forever, what happens? It gets dry and it gets broken and it just, it just dis gets destroyed, right? Yeah. It gets hard in the, in the sun. What happens to the butter? It melts, and it's warm, and it smells nice, and it's nice on your toast. <laughs> okay. Now, now, when, when it says, when it's, that's okay for now, unless you're going to say something different. 
That's right. That's right. And is God treating Moses any different than Pharaoh? No. It's their heart. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. God loves everyone. God loves the Egyptians. He made all people, so he loves everyone. <laughs> God loves everybody you just equally. Don't love what they're doing. Yeah, and and sadly, they in that story, Pharaoh doesn't love God. In fact, he says, "I don't know your God, or you. Um, get out." <laughs> you know. Okay. So so, what kind of heart do we want? Clay? No. We want like a butter heart. <laughs> a butter heart, and that's where virtue comes from. Okay. Um, now, um, I think we've I think we're finished. So we might just. We might just close our eyes for a second and just imagine, I mean, you guys are what, 11? Yep. 10, 11, 12. Um, just close your eyes for a second and I want you in your mind, you don't have to say this, but just think to yourself, like, God, I'm thankful that I'm alive um, and I'm thankful that, that you, God, see me as precious. You know, you've protected me and you've let me kind of I don't know, float, around, float along the, the, uh, the river to safety, to be here, to be in a beautiful school, to be with friends, to be with um, the people that love us, all that stuff, right? Um, God, we're thankful for that. And we recognize that um, I'm not just precious, but I'm a spoiled little king who never has to do anything like Pharaoh. No, I'm precious and I have a mission. And we recognize that. We know, God, that you're calling us. And you've given us gifts and you've given us opportunities to grow and you've given us the warmth of your love and please god it doesn't harden our hearts because that'd be horrible that'd be sad god's love is for everyone but how we respond is really up to us um so let's just think for a second about everything that might happen this weekend this year next year as you step into a, a new chapter of leadership um we don't need any pharaohs in this place. And, and I don't think any of you are going to be pharaohs because you're beautiful young people, right? But, um, but pray for a soft heart that's full of virtue. Pray for a soft heart. Okay. Together, can we read that little passage there? It comes from the Gospel of John. It's when Jesus is saying goodbye to his friends because he knows he's going to get um, crucified pretty soon. And he's, and he's telling them, like, you're going to encounter hardship. You're going to encounter people not believing in you. All that stuff. Um, but he says, I give you my peace because I've overcome the world. So let's read it together and then we'll just make the sign of the cross, hey? These, These things, things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Good, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. It is my pleasure. Okay. <laughs>